This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we're getting our black joy on with Queen of Katwe, free books, and an old lady named Opal. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Should we tell them where they are? We should. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. We're two womanist race nerds talking, talking shit, shit over tea. tea. And this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Woohoo! The remix. No, it's not the oh, remix. Oh, like, no, it's not. This is a spot of it tea. It is a spot of tea, though. Which One of our means, shorter episodes. Yes. Which means you still get a full hour of fun. Yes. But it's a little bit abbreviated compared to our show. That's it. That's Just all. a little bit of shit talking. Be sure to use the hashtag. T with QJ. Can I say what the hashtag is? Hashtag. Oh, I thought you said you said the word yeah, hashtag. I said be sure to use the hashtag. Okay. Now I'm supposed to say while you live tweet. Oh, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. Hashtag T with QJ. You know. So we can see you follow the conversation. Yeah, it's true that. And yes. you can always tweet us at T with QJ. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we know you have a preference. Yes. Um, I prefer the hashtag. Yes. I search the hashtag often. True. And we appreciate and that. Yes. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's more efficient. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, what kind of... Are we drinking tea? We're not we drinking tea. We are not drinking tea today. Not today. No. Nope. I wanted to have a little spritzer. Yeah. So I've got a little bit of salsa water yeah, with no. a little fruit infusion. Mm-mm. No tea. Wasn't in the mood. No, not today. Um, how are you, yo? I'm great. What you been doing? Been not doing pinkies. Yeah. I thought that was going to be like all a part of the whole thing. No. Oh, right. Mm-mm. Right. <laughs> but this is a spot of tea, so we could do anything we want. I guess. But we have specific pinkies, so that's oh, That's true. That's true. So we wanted to give a pinkies up to one of our listeners by the name of Janae. We're not going to give you a whole government because... Unless your first name is Ja and last name is Nay. I, I don't know. Oh. That's the name on Facebook. It's not. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know her. But anyway, mm-hmm. she um, tagged us in a Facebook post where she like pretty much transcribe a portion of our conversation about teacher bay mm-hmm. and from episode 70 yep. um i was just appreciative because it was like someone listens to yeah. me yeah that was someone definitely cool to me someone digs what i'm saying and someone is sharing it right that's what's important um that's what's very important to me yeah i like the information is being right shared. i like seeing it our words in writing i like that a lot um, and I like that she thought it was, it was, it felt good to me that she felt it was important enough to take the time to transcribe yeah, and to share yeah, it in that yeah. written form. Cause she could have just said, Oh, this is awesome. And shared the link, which we would have also totally appreciated. Yeah. Um, but to like take it in yeah, this. Yeah, it's a lot more personal. Right, 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 to, right, like, right. Hear it. Cause she, you know she heard it first. Right, she right, probably right. Found it. Mm-hmm. And you know, like all well, this. Yeah, like, it's very, this very really cool. Means a lot. It's just really means very, a lot. very so cool. It's like a large, like chunk of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's pretty it's awesome. Really and I like looking at what I said in writing. It's yeah, like, me too. I read yes. it over. Like, I was walking. I was on my way to Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. and my phone did the Facebook thing, mm-hmm. and I was like reading it. And for some reason. I always think everyone is Jay's friend because your friends are a lot more vocal about oh, okay. the show anyway, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, you know this person? <laughs> and you're like... <laughs> what are we uh, talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I looked at my phone and said, who is this? <laughs> what, what, who, who is this? I'm like, well, somebody, you know, whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. You know, then I guess when you finally saw it, it was like, yo. Very cool, yes. yo. Amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like really amazing. It's the first time that that's happened to us or whatever. Yeah, so, so, Janae, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, and yo. you said you had another encounter. Oh, my gosh. So, I went to the opening night of the exhibit, um... Ruddy Roy on Instagram. Ruddy Roy, excuse me, on Instagram. I'll include his um, at name and the information on the exhibit in the notes. Um, but he was doing an exhibit at the Stephen Kasher Gallery um, of a lot of the photos that he posts on Instagram. But they are actual like photos taken with a proper camera and yada yada yada. 
Um, the exhibit was is called uh, "When Living Is a Protest." Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys can follow the hashtag "When Living Is a Protest." Um, anyway, so I went to the opening night of that. And a photographer that I met at Afropunk mm-hmm. at the Black Lives Matter tent who was doing a project on black joy and taking photographs of people there, whatever, who had taken my picture there. I gave him a card for the show. Um, but anyway, so I ran into him outside. He was taking photos outside of this exhibit and kind of capturing um, for ready everybody who was coming in mm-hmm. and doing the similar thing. He'll put up like an African print fabric background and kind of photograph people. Um Anyway, so I ran into him there. What? I was like, yeah, what is the story? Get to the story. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I don't know. It's a whole, I don't know, being long-winded. Yeah, so I ran into him, said hey, big hugs, and he was talking about how he's been listening to the show and how he loves the show and how he has never heard conversations like the ones that we're having Mm -hmm. amongst women. He's never been a part of, I think, you know, that circle. Yeah. and mentioned how he has daughters and how this is just like the things that he was saying about the way that our show has affected him and how it was just it was affecting me in a large way especially Mm -hmm. considering um as you mentioned earlier we were talking about jobs kind of our our day jobs being like necessary evils yeah and i had had a particularly terrible day at my necessary evil of a day job Uh um and so to actually and this all I think happened on the same day, the transcribing. Um, yeah, yeah, it was the same and day. Yeah, yeah, and then running into Dom. Um, just to hear that, like, the thing that I do that I really enjoy, that, like, really matters to me, it matters to, to other, other people. people. Right, yeah. right, right. And I always love to hear, um, especially because, as I mentioned before, my dad is not particularly keen on this mm-hmm. podcast um and he's particularly he specifically mentioned its impact on young women yeah. which he would have not really any idea about yeah so to all. hear right at all so to hear fathers and dom is not the first who said this yeah, right he's not the first dad. right 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 so to hear other dads talk about our show as having impacted the way that they view women and the way that they father their kids it's like it's a huge deal it's a huge deal to me um but anyway you can follow dom his last name is i don't want to say it incorrectly even though i might please forgive me it's um sindaya ganza um but i'll include his instagram information and also his website he takes beautiful photographs um he does a lot of positive stuff that's great so yeah shout out to dom thank you for that also jay and i um both were guests on the Bodega podcast. Oh, we were. Yes, it should be airing this week. Mm-hmm. Later um, this week. Yeah, that was fun. It was. I had a great time. I always like doing like a podcast type of swap situation and see what other people are doing and talking about. Um, and they also happen to be native New Yorkers, which yes. I feel like is rare even in New York to find people who are yeah. native. Um, so I enjoyed that, and it was just cool. Where do you be? Where do I be? I be at work you, with these people. Yeah, that's what I'm like. What do you, when you talk about New York, I'm like, where in New York is she at? Well, where do you be? You're, all of your co-workers are yes. from New York? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all Mine of them are from are New not, York. Yeah, most the of my coworkers are not from New York. The only one who is not from New York is a person who owns the org that I work for. Okay. He's from, like, Minnesota. Yeah, most of my coworkers are not from New York. But everyone else is from New and York. And a lot of the black people that I meet... Yeah, are not from New York. It's rare. I hardly see native New Yorkers. I don't know. I don't know. My job, most people are not from New York. I will also say that I, I don't work with, um, there are not that many black folks at my job. They are there compared to other work environments. It's fairly diverse, just not a lot of black folks. Do you mean, so you mean like Game of Thrones diverse? No, 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 no. I don't mean. I don't no, mean. There's Damon. other races in there. Right, I get it. There's lots of other nah. colors going on. Uh, but it's still like still two pretty. Black yeah, but it's still it's still pretty white. It's different. Uh, yeah, no, nah, that's a bad example. No, no someone on my Facebook was like, "Oh, Games of Thrones is so diverse." Who and says like, that? And I oh, was like, gosh. "What are you talking about?" And then he was like. 
diversity is more than just black people. I said, I know. Snooze. Snooze I know what alert. it is. There's still not a lot of diversity. Right. It's not. Yeah, I just said that to you. Yeah, me. it's really not. What are you talking about? He's just, he's stupid. You know oh who Oh my is. gosh. Okay. He just found out, he just loved his black, he started loving his blackness two years ago. Can we so. talk about that for a quick hot second? <laughs> <laughs> just a quick hot second, because I've been getting into a lot of debates about a variety of black issues over Twitter, because I've been using Twitter more lately. And not so not a lot of debates compared to your average Twitter homie. I'm, about to say, I'm not uh, on there with the debates, but still more than usual for mm-hmm. me because I don't play with Twitter like that. She does. She's lying. But okay. I've been playing with it now, though. I'm just saying. No, my you history. do play with Twitter like that, but whatever. Okay, all right. So I do, but anyway, so I was lying. Um, I am tired mm-hmm. of people who just uh, got radicalized. And aware of their blackness, like in college, or like last year, um, or like <laughs> or like five, last week, last week or five minutes ago. I'm kind of and, and 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 listen, we're all black. We've all had different experiences, and so whenever you show up to the party, I'm That's happy fine. you're here. Yeah, you you are my brother. You are my sister. I have no issue. I'm not trying to say, oh, I've been in it. I've been here. Da 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 da. But being that I have been here and been in it and been it didn't take me going to college to be pro-black again Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that if that's your experience but as somebody who's been at the table all this time i get tired of i'm always tired new folks i'm always people who are new to the party telling me how to manage and conduct my blackness or how we should behave as black people when like you just got here like you were just the same black person at work who like didn't want to be seen standing and talking to me because you felt like you shouldn't be seen with the, the other black person. And the thing with that is, especially for us, because mm-hmm. our relationship with blackness has changed throughout right. our lives. We've sure. always been pro-black, Absolutely. but our relationship with blackness sure, has sure, sure. changed. Like everyone's, yes. That's yes. what happens when you grow up. Absolutely. Period. You learn things, things change. But because we grew up in this, like maybe the crazy states or maybe the stuff that for right now and right now who we are in our blackness, right. we are just like, what the fuck? Right. We did it when we were young. Right. We did it when we were like... And when we say young, we don't mean <laughs> college. No, we mean like... We mean like we were the only... Well, you went to a school with... A, you went to different types schools yeah i did not go to different type of schools <laughs> okay i went to school with people where i was in a class full of black people and i was still the only black person talking about black issues mm-hmm. like don't you guys see what's going and that's not again not to say that i'm special or smarter or anything like that it's just that in at my age right now and the more that i engage with strangers on social media talking about these issues I'm at this little point, this little moment in time where I'm a little perturbed at people who, who still are, police blackness. Right. Like, we're past right, that. Because yes. I did go through a stage where it was like, why are you acting like that? You know, we should be acting like right. this. And then, like, I did. Right. I'm sure you did I'm too. I'm like, yo, you just, just like, got to where you could say we. You just learned yes. about we. You just learned yes. that you and I were connected, yes. yo. Don't tell me nothing. Yes. Like, it's, and, and part of it is just like, I guess, yeah, I guess it is just, like, pure anger. Yeah, it's, it's that it's part annoying. of me that doesn't want to be considerate, that it's doesn't want to, like, fucking educate. It's just, like, fucking annoying when, like, I could smell the baby on you, yo. I could smell you just got here. You ain't even like being black five minutes ago, and you mad at me because I'm criticizing something yeah. that you love, but you only love it because you just started loving black i just it's yeah it is anyway that was a sidebar sorry i've been holding that one for a a few weeks it's been bothering me i'm like i don't know those people annoy me but i've i don't know i feel like that for so long right that right like oh it's the newbies (laughs) yeah it's 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 annoying it just we had that whole there was this whole debate that people were having over the the whole tap versus no tap versus full tap or whatever it's just that terminology and somebody who had just discovered and got cool with being black was referencing how this whole tap type shit that type of mentality is kind of what brought them into Mm -hmm. like dude just because that's sacred to you like i've been dealing with whole tap shit since i was like a child like Mm -hmm. a little girl like don't come in here just i did have an incident now that we're talking about it i did have an incident really really small i didn't really feel like going into him, but Mm -hmm. everyone knows my assigned misogynist right and um he tagged me in a video of 
these black men it was actually a good video but mm-hmm. a black these black men talking about gender roles mm-hmm. and these false sense of masculinity right. and how patriarchy is actually bad for men too like yeah. things that i know things that i've said mm-hmm. things that i've said to him all of this stuff so he tags me in the video and he's like i know you know this already but this, this was cool you know whatever mm-hmm. so i say all i commented was this is great but i do find it kind of insulting that now it's like resonating with you because men are saying mm. it and not when i said it to mm-hmm. you but mm-hmm. glad you got it right so then when i did that he's like why do you have to always make some like oh, could you stop gosh. being defensive and just listen i was like no what were you defending that was just, I just yeah, yeah i was like i do listen you don't mm-hmm. only to deep voices Ooh. like and then whatever but anyway mm-hmm. so anyway but he's he's coming to the i guess the womanism party slowly right, but surely which right, is fine right. but i just didn't appreciate that mm-hmm. look look at what i found yeah and dude, i noticed it this is what yeah. i've been yelling at you about for yeah. how long mm-hmm. i know i'm aware yeah it's interesting it is i don't know um where, where were we talking about oh yeah so we were talking about... Oh, we gave our pinkies. Yeah, we talked about the podcast we were on. The Bodega yes, podcast. Yeah, so if you guys want to check that out, like we said, our episode will be up this week. But in the meantime, if you want to check out any episodes, they're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, and it's called The Bodega Podcast. So yes. pinkies up to them. Thanks for having us on the show. Yeah, it was, it was good times. Good mm-hmm. times. What um, else have you been doing? On Saturday, I had a cute day. Was it Saturday? I'm horrible with time. Yeah, Saturday. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, I went to the Black Woman's Sunday. Sunday? Mm-hmm. See, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it was Sunday. Sunday. Oh yeah, Saturday I was home all day. It was mm-hmm. really nice. Sunday, um, I went to the Black Woman's Library, mm-hmm. which is actually uh, um, a passion passion project of a woman named Ola Ranke. I might be saying her name wrong. I'm sorry if I am, because um, I was just calling her Ola today. I didn't. I didn't say her last name. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. So anyway, the Black Free Black Women's Library is basically, like I said, her passion project where she basically has about four hundred books, and it's basically a Black woman book swap where you give books written by a Black women, and then you can get books written by a Black women. You could just you either straight donate or you could swap. Mm-hmm. And um, this time when she had her um, book swap. She partnered up with the Brooklyn Movement Center, and the Brooklyn Movement Center is an organization that, let me pull it up. I'm going to just read what they have on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, the Brooklyn Movement Center is a membership-led direct action community organized body based in central Brooklyn. We bring together residents to develop local leadership, identify, identify important issues in their lives, and win concrete improvements in a community and build power. And they have a subsidiary that is called No Disrespect. And the No Disrespect um, part of it is basically an action against street harassment of women. Mm-hmm. And so they was there. And they had, we eventually started, first of all, people were doing readings of womanist type right. stuff. Right. Um, stuff that was countering street harassment. People talking about their own experiences with street harassment mm-hmm. or whatever. Then eventually it became a powwow and we were sharing our experiences. And it was just, it was just great. Yeah. It became a great sister circle kind of situation. Somebody ended up, somebody bought a bottle of champagne mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Somebody mm-hmm. bought a, everybody beers. Like, it was just, I like it, it. Was, it was really That's cute. Nice. Um, and with the no disrespect, they actually do, similar to like how we did cop watch training. Yep. They do, like, a neighborhood watch, but for street harassment, mm. where they just walk around and, you know, whatever. If they see into the street harassment, they kind of, like, they don't really say anything to the men, usually, but it's usually, like, making a woman feel safer. So it's like, hey, girl, kind of like mm-hmm. a you cases mm-hmm. um, kind of situation, right. um, which is cool. But then they also do workshops where they um, try to, what I do like is that they are very solution-based. So it's not just about when the action is happening, how do we disrupt it or how do we um, um, distract from right, it. Right, But they have like these workshops where they talk about ways to 
um because we know that all of it to me anyway all of it kind of like ties into like rape culture and you know all of that kind of stuff so they have workshops where they actually have groups of men who go to places that men commonly are so like barbershops and like maybe basketball courts mm-hmm. and blah, blah 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 and they start these conversations amongst men that's cool which is dope because who are these men having i don't know they weren't they weren't there right at the thing but what do you want the number well, something initially when i asked i didn't but seconds later like when the second half of the question came out so yes was like, yeah oh, so. i just wanted to know who they were <laughs> where they be you know so i thought that was cool. where are they now and another thing i thought was cool i was talking to um one of the members of the no disrespect thing and she was like how um no no, no we was conversing personally about our own experiences. And then I'm talking about the podcast, of course, and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, yeah, this is the type of stuff we talk about, whatever. So she said to me, well, what kind of solutions have y'all come up with? Mm-hmm. Which, at the moment, I was like, I don't know. We'd be on there to <laughs> get this stuff out. Right. You know, whatever. Right. But now that I'm here talking about it, I'm like, talking about it is a part of the solution. Mm-hmm. Raising awareness is a part of right. the solution of that. Right. Um, but when I was talking to her, I was like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. gang, gang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell them motherfucker, shut up. Like, right. you know, like, whatever. So I thought it was dope. But back to the free black woman library. She, um, hey, Henny. Henny's jumping on me. She usually does them every few months. Mm-hmm. But this time around, she, um, for the month of October, she got a one-month literary residence at a reading room called Wednesday Subway. So, in the month of October, every Saturday, she's going to have one from noon to five. Um, if you want to go, you can, um, go to her Facebook page. She doesn't have a website, but her Facebook page is Free Black Women's Library. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that has a page. Yeah, that's 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 a Facebook page. You can go there and see but she always has like either readings. I think because she's at this residency, the literary residence, that they're gonna have like screenings of like short movies mm-hmm. and like, all of this stuff. Because now she kind of for at least a month she has a right, house right. for this thing. Because she usually like lugs around mm-hmm. these books mm-hmm. or whatever. So that was my Sunday. That's it was great. Really dope. The website for the other organization is BrooklynMovementCenter.org, but we'll have that in notes. I mean, probably put the Facebook page in the yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. it was just, it was just really nice to just be around Black women who are into the same shit I'm into. Right. Even if it was as simple as a book, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just mm-hmm. like nice to be around that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a really, really, really nice Sunday. That's awesome. Yeah. And what? I kind of broke out of my shell because you know I don't really talk to people. Okay. I was just talking to everybody. You say you don't really talk to people. They have to talk first. I was okay. talking first. Okay, okay. I was initiating conversation. That's nice. If you talk first, I would tell you my whole life story. Right. I'm going to talk a lot. Right. But right. I was just initiating conversation. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to just be standing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was, it was a big stuff for Good. me. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That sounds fun. I was across town in BK as well at the Brooklyn Book Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to a panel. I found that weird. That we were both at book things? No. I was like, Jay don't like books. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh! I'm like, she don't like books. Okay. That is funny. <laughs> Low blow. <laughs> I do like books. I be busy. And I spend my train time listening to podcasts and reading comic books sometimes. Anyway, okay. but it, but I was at a panel. I wasn't there for the swapping of books or the touching of them it or the reading of them. Sw- oh, I, I get it. I get yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It was like a fest. They had panels. They had panels on all type of shit throughout the whole day. Um, but I got up in the morning early to actually go and see the um, Octavia Butler panel. Mm-hmm. And they talked about just kind of her influence on sci-fi. And they just went really deep into her whole shit. Um, Daniel Jose Older was there. And... Oh, I want to say her name was Tasha. I'm not sure, but the woman who heads and works with Afrofuturism and that project. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the guy who is, I have no names here, sorry. But there's a gentleman who is illustrating, doing a graphic novel of Octavia Butler's Kindred. Mm-hmm. Um, he was there talking about her. And then some guy who's doing some sci-fi stuff. I don't know. But anyway, it was awesome. I enjoyed it. But I did find it interesting that we were both at book things, especially when you're right. I don't particularly fuck with books like that. I do read, but not. Yeah, I know. When I said, I was like, like she's that. at a book fest. What is she doing at a book fest? Yeah, but it's real. it was really like a festival. Of, like, I honestly, next year, 
because it was so much going on. Next year, I want to plan to like be there all day because it's like a lot of panels on different stuff. They had a social media panel. They had one with like, um, I think Latin writers and just a lot of different shit. And mm-hmm. it's very well organized, which you know I like. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. even her thing was like, mad. I just like when people know what they're doing and care to do it yes. organizedly. She had a system like you can't like after you switch your books, you take a picture. Like mm-hmm. she, it just she had a system. Right. I appreciate people to have systems. Right. Don't right. I hate when I come in your shit and you don't got your shit together? Mm-hmm. You knew I was coming. Yeah. You invited me. Why you don't got your shit together? People don't get your shit together. together. Those are the type of people you come in their house. For Thanksgiving and the mac and cheese not even done yet. And you gotta cook when you're there, yeah, yo. I like, don't like what that. What the fuck? Why am I cutting shit? Why you inviting me? You invited me here for me dinner. Here. I shouldn't be chopping onions And I gotta be cooking you. stuff with you. Uh-uh. This turns into like a family day yeah, now. I don't want to spend my Thanksgiving is, cooking. You know, some people do that. They spend the their plan. whole Thanksgiving day cooking. That's not fun to me. That's not fun to me. I'm not. I know Ooh. how to cook, but I don't cook because I love to cook. Right. I cook because I love to eat. Right. I'm not of those people. There's some people know. who really love to cook. That's that person cooking all day. How we got from it. books to that? Not me. Okay. No. Um, Thank you. I feel like we made it seem like I don't read when I do read. You don't. You read <laughs> articles. <laughs> I read articles and comics just because I have books, always been a books, slow reader. Books are yes. different. No one said you couldn't read. Okay. I said books. Right. Books are different. From I was always a slow reader. Articles and, so and comic books. I don't always read This is the books. same person who thought it was what? hilarious when a person thought it sounded like I didn't read. You thought that was the funniest thing in the it's world. It's not funny. Now it's like, what? you made it sound like I don't read. But we know that you read, though. You yeah, just told everyone that me, I don't, you... that I actually don't read. That was a joke. We know that you read. I didn't say you don't read. I okay. said you don't do books. I said you don't read books. Okay. You don't right. read books. Okay. There's All mad right. things to read. There's that a are book not in books. my purse right now. You don't read it. And I read, I read the first page. You don't page. read books. I read the first page. She's like DMX and Belly. Fuck a book. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, not I'm joking. I'm I have joking. a list of books that I've read. It's not. And there are more that it I would like fi- to read. It doesn't what? mean it's not a problem. I think reading is important. So There are many ways to read, but true. not reading a book. Oh my gosh, they talked about that at the panel. Like, seriously. No, but it is. Yeah, yeah I know that. That's why true. I said books to you. I didn't say you don't true. read. True. So there's my secret. <laughs> I don't like cake, and I don't fuck with books all that much. So there's that secrets out <laughs> um speaking of not reading uh totally unrelated segue yeah about to say uh, i don't even think that's fucking related no it's not related at all see um, she would have had a better segue if she read books oh that's harsh <laughs> that's harsh that is harsh so there's an 89 year old woman her name is opal lee she's from fort worth texas and she is organizing to um, get Juneteenth observed as a national holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has organized a petition. And she is going to... She's currently, as we speak, walking, making, taking a 1,400-mile 1, hike from Fort Worth, Texas to Washington, D.C. So she's doing it 10 miles a day. She started, I think, at the end of August... I think she started. She's 89. She wants to finish before her 90th birthday. She has goals. Um, yeah, and so she's doing I'm, that. I can't see me, but I'm making faces. You're doing the fast I'm reacting blank. faces. You're making faces. You're shocked. Yeah, she wants to finish before October 7th, which is when she turns 90. Uh-huh. Uh, I think the petition, I think she has to get that all wrapped up uh, like t- closer to the end of September, uh-huh. I think. Um, she wants it to go viral on social media. The hashtag is Opal Walks to DC. Okay. Um, and that's two, the number two, Opal Walks to DC. Um, and so we got to get Juneteenth We got to get Juneteenth happening. We got to get her to go viral. Yeah. This is dope. Isn't it? Yes. It's crazy. It's really dope. I like it. I'm going to be hashtagging her like a motherfucker yes. from now on. Yes. And I don't know why this jumped in my head, this image. What? But remember when Forrest Gump was running and people just followed him? 
Yeah. What do people just start following? You that? can, you can follow there is there's, so there's a website. We're gonna include all this stuff on the notes. Mm-hmm. There's a website where you can follow and see where she's at. Mm-hmm. Like where is she oh, right I'm now? You can follow. follow I feel like she'd be happy to see you. Yeah, like I, I know feel she like would. there I think there are people. And she's actually doing it for something. This. Forrest Gump just like I just wanted to run. I just wanted to run. <laughs> didn't stop. Yeah, no, she's she's doing it for something. And I think she has um, someone had her speak, I think the NAACP or somebody had her speak somewhere. And so Tennessee she flew is out. A toy. She's humping. Is she humping it? No. Nah. Oh, she's <laughs> biting. It looks like humping. Um, they flew her out so she could speak somewhere. She's an activist. She's been in the game for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so they could speak. So she left, went to speak somewhere and then she went back to where she was I in her walk. Walking. Yeah. yeah. And got back to walking. Um, so Juneteenth, as we mentioned before, you guys know we had a little Juneteenth celebration of our own and we Mm -hmm. do that every year. Um, it is the day that slaves in Texas received word that they were free. Um, and it is really the first black American holiday. Holiday. Um, and it is not observed nationally. You would think. No, no, you wouldn't. Right. Sure. (laughs) Let's just pretend though. You would not think. You would not think. That they would acknowledge Right, right. That's a huge deal. It's such a big thing in America. There were slaves. Martin Luther King Day in Arizona. Right, right, right. <laughs> like the day that blacks got their freedom. Tweet Martin Luther King like he's Jesus. True that. The day that black people no were freed from slavery. Freedom. Black people don't have freedom. Right. True that. And then I was thinking, you know, if that's accepted and observe nationally, right? So mm-hmm. anything that celebrates the freedom of slaves nationally is also, anything that acknowledges that, our freedom from slavery, acknowledge that, that slavery happened. happened. Yes. And white folks don't like doing that nope, no. unless it's on their own terms nope, and they remember it in no, their own we're way. we're supposed to forget about it. Yeah. You only remember 9-11, mm-hmm. the Holocaust. That's it. World War Two, because mm-hmm. that's when the Holocaust happened. And let's not let's not pretend, even though the Holocaust was not black black folks, it's also very convenient that the Holocaust did not happen on our soil at all. So we're commemorating some shit that, that we didn't, didn't really do it. But we, we did it. Gotta remember. We didn't even do it. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> we didn't. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot safer and more comfortable to yes, exactly recognize and acknowledge yep. that that happened. Um, yep. Yeah, so that's upsetting. But Opal is gonna do this. We're gonna help her make it happen. Opal. She oh even my has goodness, an old lady name is Opal. so adorable. It really is. I want to see her picture. Oh my gosh, I was looking at her picture today. It's in all different kinds of articles. She's adorable. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look up. I didn't know about this before, but I'm gonna she's, look. She's yeah, she's really cute. I'm, I'm excited this. about it. I want to go like meet her. Like, let's go on this journey. But anyway. So I hope that this happens for her before her birthday. Yeah, me too. And please where, sign oh, the petition. Where, you don't know where she is now. We could check where she is now. Let's see where she is. You want to see where she is? Oh well, you're doing it. Maybe Henny could go there with her <laughs> <laughs> and, and be quiet while we record the podcast. Um, Opal, where are you? Hopefully, she's in bed. It's late. It's 2 a.m. Yeah, I don't need you. And if she's running this late, I need her to not be in the south no more. She won't oh be in the south. Oh my goodness! No, she's not. She's in the hotel room. Yeah, there's no way she's by herself doing this. Somebody's doing it. I'm sure, but I'm just saying. Okay, let's we see. We fucking with Oprah. I will fuck you up. Means <laughs> <laughs> a lot to us. Already. We've never met her. All right, Opal's. It's Opal's walk to D.C. Oh no, yeah, Opal's walk to D.C. That's the hashtag? Yeah. Okay, so we couldn't find her route. Make sure you... Yeah, let's check out the hashtag. Check out the check hashtag. Check out the hashtag. Maybe, the, you know, the hashtag could be keeping up with where she is. True. You know what I'm True. saying? So True. So I wanted to mention some fuck shit. It's hard for us to have an episode with no fuck shit. It's impossible. It is. So, um, I don't... Okay, so fashion, New York Fashion Week happened... Marc Jacobs, a brand that I never really was into. I didn't mm-hmm. understand why people enjoyed it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. Um, at least not his everyday stuff. Oh, anyway, so um, he had white models, and he 
put colorful dreadlocks on them. Yeah, most of them were white. I think there was some Asian women in there. Yeah, they're not black people. No. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, there were not. Yes. So I think there was one black model. Okay. Um, But that's not why we're here. Mm-hmm. Clearly. No. Um, so he does that. Of course, people call him out on it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, my issue is not Call even out, like on having the yes, we appropriating mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And my issue, I'm not even explaining what appropriation is anymore. Google you, it, people. You don't get Read it. the articles. Like, if you don't understand that appropriation and assimilation are not the same words. Then you're a fucking idiot, right. and I don't got time. Right. You know, whatever. So that's not even like my issue. My issue is people calling you out and telling you why you're wrong and explaining to you why you're wrong, mm-hmm. and you being so white manish and just being wrong and strong and still posting on social media trying to make your point like still valid ones. I don't know if he is today, but right. since that he has been. He posted on his Instagram some shitty magazine. Wrote an article basically saying, um, let me look for a magazine. Well, that screenshotted it because I didn't read it. You know, I, you know, I don't be giving my clicks, mm-hmm. so I didn't read the article. <laughs> but basically, it was oh, it was in Time magazine. Some writer named John McWorther, whatever he sounds like a dick, whatever. Hope I said your name wrong. Mm-hmm. He wrote an article that says, Don't rage over dreadlocks. While African Americans are dying in the streets, so he wrote this. Mm. He wrote this shitty article, and Mark Jacob screenshots it, put it on his Instagram, and is like, "Read this link in the article." Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mark, you don't give a fuck about Black lives. No, you never have. Never. You never will. No. So don't even use my life to prove your fucking shitty ass point. Don't. Why are you doing that? Don't. Then. Someone on Twitter, this is a good thing. My voice did then like it was bad, but because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just used to beat in that space. I'm a black woman in America. But someone on Twitter elegantly, oh God, I love Twitter. Um, she, let me get her at name. So Leslie Mack on Twitter. Um, she's just a graphic designer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she has lots and lots of followers. Anyways, she's actually probably someone, but you know, I don't know who people are. Mm-hmm. So she did a great deed of, she put that article in the, um, she, that, she screenshotted that article right. that he did, his Instagram thing. She screenshotted it. So this is her, um, basically, the receipts on Mark Jacob and his care for black lives. Oh, wonderful. So this is her tweets. So a few tweets about trash ass Mark Jacobs. Number one, link in the bio. And she puts a laughing emoji because that's what mm-hmm. he's... Because he's schooling us. Right. You know? Of course. So then she goes, number two. So she goes... On Twitter, you can see what people have searched. So she put at Mark Jacobs, Trayvon Martin. So you will see every tweet that has come up there where Mark Jacobs has typed Trayvon Mark. Oh. Trayvon. Trayvon. She didn't put his uh-huh. whole name. Where he... Like any tweet that he wrote that included the that... Word, the Trayvon. word Trayvon. Okay. Your search returned zero results. Well. So the next one she tried. Mark Jacobs. Tamir. Hmm. Your search returned no results. Mark Mark Jacobs. Say her name, Mm -hmm. perhaps. Your search (laughs) returned no results. She did it with Freddie Gray. No results. Mm -hmm. Then she did it with Black Lives Matter, the hashtag. It was... One result, but it wasn't his tweet. Someone just happened to tweet his name and Black Lives Matters in the same tweet. What was the tweet? Um, thank God for true for the. It was basically them yelling at him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. The the tweet is thank God for the true ignorance like that of Mark Jacobs. More proof that our woman of color conversation needs to carry you on Black Lives Matter. So that's right. the only thing where Mark Jacob and Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. came up mm-hmm. in the search. Mm-hmm. Then there's more. Um, let me see. That's it. When you put in, like, black names, there's some other stuff she has, but I don't get why she... Oh, no. Mark Jacobs Ferguson. Right? Mm-hmm. Only thing that comes up is Mark Jacobs um an article where they did a photograph with someone named Christopher Ferguson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like, it's just so much receipts on, like, you don't give a fuck about black lives. Right. You don't, right. you never say anything about a black life. Mm-hmm. Ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. But now you want to use my life to prove your shitty ass point yeah. because what you think is um, dreadlocks is not appropriation mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not seeing anything, but he, he erased it. But there was a picture of Beyonce on top of a... And you know, anytime someone does a split screen, it's shitty. Right. Like you sp- compare one thing to another, it's mm-hmm, shitty. Mm-hmm. It's Beyonce on the top, and then one of his models on the bottom. And it's like, what is the difference? Oh, there is so much difference. So much so difference. So much difference. And we went into this before, so I'm not even going to do it. Right. I'm not going there. Right. But what I need Did you not to do... Appropriation versus assimilation? assimilation? Yeah, okay. we've had these conversations okay. plenty of times. Okay. I'm not going to do that now, because mm-hmm. I don't have time. But what I need you not to do... Is to the only time you mention my black ass mm-hmm. is to prove your shitty ass point. Yeah, that's not acceptable. I need you to not do that. That's not cool. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck then up. after that, he posted something um, on his Instagram basically saying, I've heard your responses. Um, I've upset people. But this is not the time where we should be mean to each other. And we should use better words. and You know, that, that type of thing. Yeah. No. Don't use my black ass to defend your shitty ass point. And then and don't then tell, tell me, me how I'm supposed uh, to express myself Don't tell myself me what we should it. be doing in your apology. Just you can't do that. Make your apology. I'm tired of motherfuckers who are oppressive telling the oppressed how to deal with their right. shit. You don't fucking know. Shut the fuck yeah. up. You not listening is oppressive. Ooh. Period. So, I just wanted to yell at him. Wasn't going to explain to him shit. Because I think if I seen him in person, I wouldn't explain. I'd probably just spit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm right. not doing that. But that was just shitty. When you do mention my black ass. Yeah. And he was really, you know, he was like, in the link. Read it. Uh. Like... Are you serious? Who wrote that article? Who is that person? Some idiot. Something worth her. I'm going to show you his name. Maybe you'll pronounce it better than mm-hmm. that person. Who's a black guy or a white guy? I don't know. I never clicked that article. Oh, okay. It doesn't even matter. Mm. They're a shitty guy. No, that's true. Black, white, purple, um, turtle. McWater, I would say. John McWater. Okay. He's shitty. Hmm. doesn't matter. They're shitty. They're both shitty together. But yeah, don't, don't use me... To fucking yeah. substantiate your shitty ass right, point. Right. You're fucking wrong. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just wanted to get that out. I was, I was ear hustling on some that. there were some people at work at my job talking about that. Um the whole appropriating thing. And I wasn't I was close enough to kind of hear, but I wasn't close enough to interject. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like for real eavesdropping and it was just not a good conversation about it. They didn't understand what the problem was. One of them kind of got it a little bit. My but thing didn't, is this. It was not good. There are things that I might say that offend someone. There are things I might do mm-hmm. that offend someone. But once you tell me I offend you, right. I just have to accept that as that. Because I'm not in your... Like, I don't mm-hmm. live in your shoes. Yeah. So I don't fucking know. So once you tell me that's something that... Like, look, yo, Naima, queen, you've overstepped this boundary. Mm-hmm. As a person, no. shouldn't you just respect that shit? Even if no. you don't fully understand, no. maybe in your head you have to figure out, wait, well, how is that a, no. a thing or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, just stop doing it, right? No. Ugh. No, because the boundaries, they never feel like the boundaries are yours to have. Because they live around Whiteness the world has no skipping and not, yeah. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just annoying. Yeah. Drives me crazy. Like, I was in a car with the bodega, um podcast people mm-hmm. and they were talking about how some people climb this mountain that people never survive or mm-hmm. they always turn back is that everest i don't i don't know maybe i made that up. it's um, mad mountains uh-huh. so right. um and you did make that up because i don't know <laughs> um and Kilimanjaro? these people are uh-huh. missing mm-hmm. and they've been missing for a week monte Picchu? i don't know and i was like they're white people right and it was like yeah we mm-hmm. all laugh and I'm like, nah, on some serious note, like, they need some oppression in their lives. And they were like, yeah. why? I'm like, because they do. They do shit like that, looking for all these shits because they have no oppression mm. going on. So I bet you those are white men, white straight men. They have no oppression wow. going on. So they got to go search for Spice shit it up. to fucking, yeah. like, make them feel like there's some 
I don't know, challenge or yeah. adversity in life that they're overcoming. Make them feel like, alive. Motherfucker, I will sprinkle some of my oppression on you. Yeah. You need it that bad? That would be cool if we could do that. Oh, God. They throw some have... D's on it. <laughs> throw some oppression on it. You know? Huh. That would be cool. Yeah. It's just it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah I, mean, yeah, I wish I could sprinkle some oppression on it. That would be cool. The motherfucker. Like, I wouldn't want to... Well, maybe sometimes I would. We can have an oppression fairy, right? Go on. I'm listening. <laughs> and you see, like, the fairies, like, flying around or whatever. And it fairy. Fairy. That's what you're saying. But I, you thought I said I a thought, fairy like a boat? Fairy like a boat. I'm oh, like, where no, is it going? fairy. Where are we sending them? And, no, no. Oh, you were... Okay. Yeah, you yeah, got excited. I leaned in. Like, go <laughs> on. Excited. What are you no, saying now? I meant that the fairy... Uh-huh. Floats around, flies around, and sees like a white person about to do some shit. Mm-hmm. Some challenging shit. Some like crazy cordless shit. bungee jumping yes, or some shit, right? Because it's all the rage. And it's like, oh, they need oppression. Yeah. And then just sprinkle some oppression on them, and then they feel some type of oppression, and they don't do like that it. dumb shit. I like it. Or they don't. They just be talking, and it's like, wait, it's like no one can hear me. Wait, yes. what is this? What is Do this? they got people looking at, at them in the face Past and responding them. to people things they never say? Running yeah. into them in the street like they're see-through. Yeah, yeah, They're in like yeah. meetings at the office and no one acknowledges, no one acknowledges that they are offering stuff. Until it's time to tell them to calm down. Yeah, all of a sudden down. they get pulled over. Yeah, like just yeah, 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 yeah. An oppression fairy. My favorite is people bumping into them like they're invisible. Oh my God, yo, the last time I left your house... This big ass white man knocked the shit out of me, oh. right? And I was like, "Excuse you," and he didn't even look back. Mm. And I'm not as agile as I was younger, mm-hmm. but I feel like I wanted, like in my body, I wanted to roundhouse kick him oh in the fucking gosh. back. But I haven't done a roundhouse right, kick since right, I was a kid, right. so I don't even know. Mm-hmm. So I just had to like call his mother a bitch. But Ooh, yeah, not, yeah, good. yeah. But I really wanted to roundhouse, just kick him mm-hmm. in the back of his neck. Not even mm-hmm. his back, in the back of his neck. But yeah, so I just remembered that and I got angry again. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so now on to some black joy. On to some black <laughs> joy, yo. So we got to see, we got to go to a um, an early screening of uh, Queen of Katwe. I guess. That's yes. How, that's how we pronounce it. Yes, that's how it's spelled. I don't know if that's how we pronounce it, but I think so. English um, English is like one of the few languages that don't work like that, so I don't know. True that. Yeah. <laughs> true that. Um so that is the movie directed by uh Mira Nair. I'm not sure if I'm saying her name correctly, but she's the same director. She did uh, Mississippi Masala and she also directed The Namesake. Mm-hmm. Um she's a woman of color. Um, and so Queen of Katsue features, um, Lupita Nyong'o and who's the guy? David Oyuelo, I think. Yes, that sounds like his Yeah, 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 yeah. It's based on a true story. Right. Yes. And so my friend had tickets to Mm -hmm. this screening. I didn't know anything about the movie. I feel like I had kind of seen some ads for it. I've seen ads for it. I've never seen a trailer, but I've seen a movie, um, like an African country based type movie Mm -hmm. and I just assumed it was going to be some fucking war struggle story maybe oh interesting type of thing I assume because that's usually what the world give us when they tell us a story right true that some racial adversity Mm -hmm. or some like war torn shit right right I assumed that it was going to be a movie about some sort of fucking triumph against all odds that involved Africans and them being oppressed by white people in some yes, way yeah. or being just just being poor just because they were in an African country and some white savior coming, teaching somebody how to play chess, saving the kid. And that shit aside, I also assumed it was going to be fucking story of triumph. I don't fucking like movies about triumph usually because wait, wait. no seriously seriously you don't like movies about triumph 
usually because it's tied to a white savior. You yes. That's okay, what I'm okay. Say. I was like, but but <laughs> it ends up really being that I don't like story movies of triumph because it's so often that that they're like to me they're like intertwined and connected. I can't think about a, a movie of triumph that was not connected to some sort of Achilles and the Bee. Oh, okay, maybe I have actually. to watch them again. There's I just, I honestly, actually. I totally opt out, yo. If it's not bad, you know boys, I, have black I don't want to watch it. Like, I don't watch a whole lot of movies and stuff with white people, uh-huh, in them uh-huh. because I just don't. Yeah, but I don't are. watch movies. I don't watch movies about triumph. I've been burned too many times. Yeah, it's always a white savior. I don't. You, I don't watch a lot of. Like all of them, remember the, that period of time when all the white savior teacher movies? I didn't watch those. Things right, 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 right. Usually, you see a white person in the trailer. They're going to show the white person because black people oh, don't of course, sell things. Of course, I hadn't watched the trailer to this. So, I just like, assumed it was a story of. And they were only saying the black people's name. They was only saying Lapita's name. If there was a white person in there, they would have said, said their name. They would have said their name. You're right. They said their first you're right, name. You're right. They did you're it. right. You're they right. Did, they did you're it. right. Yeah. But you've been so scorned. I've been so scorned. I even told case. my friend, I was like, what is this about? This sounds like a black, a white savior movie. It sounds like some shit about fucking triumph against all odds and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to, I don't fucking want to watch that shit. Um, so anyway, we get the tickets. We go. Because I was curious about it. And it was not that at, at all. all. It was triumph to an extent, but it wasn't so heavy like, oh. <gasps> It wasn't a whole lot of that shit. Um, I loved that it was an all-black cast, yep. and for most of the movie, it we was didn't entirely see a white person black. until close to the end. Right when they and went to another country, they didn't talk. Yo, they didn't even talk. I didn't even notice. That. I did. You know, I, I right. The right. white person didn't even speak. Amen. At all. Amen. 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 Like, Amen. Wow. Amen. I don't know of movies where a white person didn't speak when they were there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved that the person who taught her chess was another black man. Yep. I loved that um, we were looking at a community in Uganda that what we looked at a poor community and then they also showed us the wealthier communities. Yeah. I liked that it showed um different faces of uganda of africa i like that for me um usually when they show different classes of people in african countries Mm -hmm. it's black poor white rich yes and that wasn't the case it was black poor and then it was black rich right 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 because that happens yes and i liked that they showed that but they weren't I feel like sometimes we get so caught up on the on the fact that um white media has propagated this image of Africa of just being a poor um continent. Mm-hmm. And so I liked that while they showed us the diversity of class in Uganda they were not saying that, oh, look, there are wealthy people here too. And I, I like that it didn't focus so much yeah, that on that concept. Right, thing. right, right. Because there are wealthy people in Africa. There, There is poverty in Africa. There's diversity in that. And it is okay to look at somebody from a poorer community and humanize them and tell their story. Yes. You know? So I appreciated that a lot. And then I like, because of my experience being a black American, I know also a lot of my adversity is also because of my class, mm-hmm. but because this is such a racial country that I don't get to focus on that as much or mm-hmm. see it as much. Mm-hmm. Whereas with them, since everyone was black, mm-hmm. you can clearly see this is a class. Right. And I don't right. get to have that right. distinction. Right. It's just like... Was it because I'm a woman? Was it because I'm black? Mm-hmm. Was it because of where I'm from? Right. Was it, it's like always like this thing where for that, in my mind, I was like, well, there's a little solace in knowing that it's just because you're from this mm-hmm. poor place. Mm-hmm. And that's and it. And that's it. <laughs> you know? Right, right, Which was right, pretty right, cool right. to me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. wow, I kind of wish I could just have yeah. that 
one little distinction. Right, 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 right. Um, I liked that a lot. I liked that there was what you said about um, the class thing not being tied to race. I also liked that a lot of times in these movies of triumph, if there's not a white savior, there's at least a white villain Mm-hmm. that they have because there has to be a white person has to be involved somewhere, in some way somewhere. and so if you're not the cause of my healing then you're the cause of, of my, my oppression yeah, of my and pain get, and yeah. whatever it is the, the white man it has an effect or a hand on me in some way yep. and so i like that there i didn't have to deal with a moment of oh there's this one racist white guy that is saying this one racist yeah. thing and we have to overcome this person and mm-hmm. they have a whole speaking role and shit yeah. like that I like. I didn't yeah. need that. There, honestly, it wasn't even really a villain. Mm-hmm. Like one sole villain, which was dope. And then mm-hmm. the people who kind of were opposing her. Right. It wasn't like stank or right. evil. Right. It was just right. like no, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it wasn't like mm-hmm. they were yeah. like disgusted to the core right. type of thing, which right. was like good because this was still this is a Disney production, mm-hmm. so it was like children are going to see this so mm-hmm. could we not see black children being treated horribly right 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 on screen dude i like that i like that nobody <laughs> fucking got fucking murdered, murdered? Yes. like that has like i can't just have a movie about like there were hard there were hard times yeah, there were yeah. um, bad times but I, it wasn't like misery yes, you know what i'm saying exactly. i should be able to see a movie of black folks that's dynamic and tells different stories that's not full of fucking it misery, yo. It makes me think of... I was listening to another round and they were saying how we do not have enough black girl coming of age stories right. where there's no, like, misery. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they brought up... Um, Precious, mm-hmm. and it was like white people love Precious. They do. They love them some Precious. Yeah. They just love that she just struggled like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. like, even though this movie is not, um, it was a coming of age movie, but not, I guess, in the way of which they were speaking right, on that podcast. Right, right. But it was just kind of dope to just see this girl just navigating. You know, I like, loved it. Was just, it. it was really, I love really the good. whole thing. I love really the good. womanism angle of it. Yes. That this is like. A little girl doing this yes. thing and like and then, looking into her life. And then even with like in her family, like her mother never, because usually when a parent opposes it is because like, no, she's a girl. Right. And that was never that was the not case. The issue. That was never right. the case. Like, right. this is not right. what girls do. Yeah. This is a girl. It was just like, mm-hmm. this is just something foreign. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this? Right. Right. Which was right. oh, this movie was just really. It was good. really, it was really, really good. good until. Oh my gosh! At the we end, make the, we made it through the whole movie. We made it through the whole movie. Whole it was beautiful. Movie. I cried. I'm an empath. I had I one lost thought my tear. Life. It was like it went down my. I let it Slowly. stay. I didn't wipe it off. We I call that a glory tear over at Denzel. It's oh, uh-huh. what a thug tear. Okay. But you know where I'm from in the Bronx. Uh huh. And. Yeah, it was just really good. And then it wasn't, there were times of tears, but it were like happy tears. Right. It wasn't just like a set. It was just, right. it was, it was, it was a great beautiful. And there was stuff. black love. Yes. It was all kinds of beautiful stuff really, happening, really, really you know. Nice. You seen black love. You seen um, between a mother and her children, which is not foreign on screen. Right. But to see the love between a husband and his wife, mm-hmm. his own family, mm-hmm. then for him to have a love for a community. Right. It was just, right. it was just, it was right. just really, really And he wasn't trying, he also wasn't, even though he was, he had been um, afforded a certain level of education, and yada, yada, yada. He wasn't trying to save the community from itself. No. Nope. It was, it was just, there it was There was even a, 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 a um, moment where they address how her having these new experiences mm-hmm. can make her upset where she's from. Yes. And I, it was just like, yo, like, that I was love just touching that. Mad. I loved that conversation and the layers and the nuance to that. I loved that it wasn't, in a lot of these movies, because black women and women of color and poorer women of color um, or women of less means of color are often we have to be strong we have to sacrifice ourselves i like that she didn't come home and say 
I'm happy with everything just as it is. And yeah, if yeah. I win, then that'll be great. Right. But either way, I'll still always be a part of this town and love to live in this town and be... I've seen that narrative in so many films. Like, this is, this is my home mm-hmm. regardless, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But when you see, for example, and this is uh, totally different, but... When I went to college, I didn't realize how in the larger scheme of like the US, mm-hmm. like my economic standing exactly where it was and mm-hmm. that I like I'm actually not middle class. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Until I went to college. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see cuz wherever I was from like we were all the same on some level. Like mm-hmm. there were wealthier black folks, but I didn't really get to I didn't really experience that mm-hmm. um and our differences to me weren't so paramount, but when I went to Vanderbilt just the range in difference between me and other black people and me and white folks there it was just so um it was startling Mm -hmm. you know it was startling and it makes you think of the world and things differently and I like the way that they addressed that experience and I like that within her community there was no haters Right. There was no hater. There was no black hater. There was no woman hater. There was no other little girl who was out to get her. It was none of that. She would come back home when I lose, and they were like, "Yay!" You know, it was just it was a really fucking good movie. It was really good, and it was Disney movie. Yeah, which is deep because Disney really likes to be racist. Yep. Because well, Walt Disney was racist. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But yeah, it was. It was. I loved it. Everybody really should go did. see go it. Go see it. Go Bring see it with your kids. children. I feel like this should be one of those classroom movies. Yes. Um, yeah, it was. It really is. Good. It should be yes, a classroom movie. It should movie. be a classroom it movie. It should be a classroom movie. It's really, really good. Until the end when Alicia Keys starts singing. Yeah, she that sings the it. closing credits. And I'm like, is it. she the only one that can. It almost turned into a movie of triumph at that point, which I don't, <laughs> I don't fuck with. Like, whenever Alicia Keys is yelling, it's about some level of triumph and overcoming Yo, Jay literally, and being a woman Jay on fire. Jay, I didn't even realize it was her. Uh-huh. Alicia Keys said one word. I didn't even, like, re- didn't even <laughs> register. You were like, oh, no, not, no, not this. I don't want it. And I was like, and I know you're not, like, a huge R&B. Right, right, That wasn't right. even R&B, but you're not even, like, a... I'm not. So I thought she was reacting to that. And no. I was like, wait. It's this it chick. was specifically <laughs> an Alicia Keys Yo, targeted. I swear to feeling. you, she only said two two lyrics. I was so irritated by and Jay it. Jay was done. Oh my gosh! But yo, see that movie. See the movie, it please. It is really a good movie. It's worth your money. It's worth your time. I'm weird. What? Because in the movie, I was like, her hair better grow. Only because they were talking about Because in the movie, the years are going by. You're wild, yeah. Yeah, because I'm... Yeah. And then I just kept seeing, like, when I'm like, okay, they better have it. His baby stayed the but same I'm size the whole time, though. Who's... Oh, yeah, his the coach. baby said, His baby was a uh, fucking two-year-old. No, but then eventually they had two of them. So time was Oh, wild. okay. Yeah, like, I was... Uh, but I was like... This is like... Because I... Especially with black movies. Uh-huh. Like, you know how I was annoyed by the scene in um, Creed? Yes. Yes, the black hair, the black hair scene that There's we all dis- love and you didn't like it. Okay. No, I don't know why y'all love that shit. That shit was wrong. <sighs> but this, I've like, I wanted to make sure that they paid attention to that detail. Right. Like her hair was going to grow. Right. Her fro was going to get bigger. Right. Sometimes right. her hair is going to be in right. box braids. Right. Right. Like it's, you know, yeah. it did that. Yeah. And it was like, I like that thank too. you. Because a like lot of times too. they don't pay attention to mm-hmm. those details when mm-hmm. it comes to mm-hmm. black women yeah. in movies. Yeah. Thank you. It was so great. Yes. And at the end, they had the actor. Oh and then they would God. show the person who, the real life person. It was mm. just, it was just really, it's really, yeah. really good. It was really good. good. I loved it. Bring your kids. Yes. Go see it. Bring your boo. Yes. Go see it. Bring the elders, yo. Go see it. Elders don't get out enough, man. Bring them to see it. Bring them to see, see it. it. Pay for it. Don't bootleg it. No, don't bootleg black film. Unless it's Nate Parker film. Yikes! Okay. I guess that's the show. I guess that's the show. We did what we came to do. Yes. Thanks for listening. Um, if you would like to, which we would like you to, please be sure you are following us and subscribe to us. Uh, Follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on 
iTunes. Yeah, leave a comment. Rate us on iTunes. Please, yes, yes, um, yes. Tell us that you love us. We need that. We appreciate yeah, it. Helps. It actually helps the progress of the show. Right. So that would be really great if you would just leave a little um, rate mm-hmm. and a comment on mm-hmm. the iTunes. Yep, we'd appreciate that. You can follow us on Facebook, Tea with Queen and J. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Tea with QJ. And we have a website, hey, tbqueenandj.com. And we also have a donation page if we you do. want to help with the growth of this podcast, if you want to um, give to a great cause. Yes. What does that include? That includes the equipment that we use to record this podcast. That includes when um, we have studio to... Studio fees. Yeah, studio fees when we record with Bonfire. That, that includes, includes... We give out stickers. Yeah, we, yo. Which I had we, some in my purse yesterday I forgot to give to, but oh, I'll send it to oh, It's fine. I forgot to. So I had note. some too. Yeah. Um, you know, we just we want to grow this show. Yes. We want this to be bigger than it is. Yes. And anything that you can do to help will be dope. Um, so you could go to our website donation page, or you can um, hit our PayPal link, which is PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> I think Thanks, it's PayPal. Guys. No, it's PayPal dot me slash T with QJ. Okay. It'll be in the link also. Yeah, it'll be in the but show yeah. notes. Put some coins in the collection. That's right. Put some respect on our name, which is Guac, Amoli. All right. Pacholi. Good day. Bye. Thanks, guys. Black Lives Lives Matter. Matter. Say her name. Ooh, and Opal's Walk to D.C., yo. Yes. Juneteenth. That's the hashtag. Opal's Walk to D.C. We love you, Opal. Opal. I bet she makes some good macaroni and cheese. <gasps> you, she don't got no time to be making macaroni now, and cheese. I mean, she's trying life. to walk across that, the nation. Right now, talk about in life. You know she makes some good macaroni and cheese. We reduce old black women to is their no. ability to make potato salad. I didn't and reduce her to anything. You reduce her to that. I asked about her mac and cheese. That's it. It is probably mad good. Yeah, I know it is. We think the all right. Bye, guys. <laughs> you go to Nigeria. Which is, if not the most corrupt nation in Africa, and it is, it could be the most corrupt nation in the world, Minister Farrakhan. Oh, and now, Mr. Wallace. It is the most corrupt nation that I have ever covered. I've been there 25 years ago, and I've been there as recently as last year. Fine. So what? 35 years old. That's what that nation is. Now, here's America, 226 years old. You love democracy, but they're in Africa. You're trying to force these people into a system of government that you just have accepted 30 years ago. Black folk got the right to vote. You're not in any moral position to tell anybody how corrupt they are. You should be quiet. And let those of us who know our people go there and help them get out of that condition. But America should keep her mouth shut wherever there's a corrupt regime as much hell as America has raised on the earth. No, I will not allow America or you, Mr. Wallace, to condemn them as the most corrupt nation on earth. When you have spilled the blood of human beings, has has Nigeria dropped an atomic bomb and killed people in, in Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Have they killed all? millions of Native Americans? How dare you put yourself in that position as a moral judge? I think you should keep quiet because with that much blood on America's hands, you have no right to speak. I will speak because I don't have that blood on my hand. Yes, there's corruption there. Yes, there's mismanagement of resources. Yes, there is abuse. There's abuse in every nation on earth, including this one. So let's not play holy to moralize on them. Let's help them. I'm not moralizing. I'm asking a question and I got an answer. Why would you put it as the most corrupt regime in the world? That doesn't make sense. Can you think of one more corrupt? Yeah, I'm living in one. I'm living in one. Yes, you've done a hell of a thing on this earth, so you should not be the one to talk. You should be quiet when it comes to moral condemnation.